Hey there, leading ladies. Welcome to the Woman Physicians Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Herbert, a two-time best-selling author, speaker, family physician, and executive leadership coach with over 20 years experience of providing primary care and serving as a healthcare leader. If you are a woman physician ready to make a change in your career and have a seat at the leadership table, then you are in the right place. I'm excited to provide you with the crucial skills you need to be a successful leader and strategies to deal with workplace challenges. So put on your headphones and listen as we explore the new world of building women physician leaders. Hello, leading ladies. It is Dr. Lisa, your cheerleader, your coach, and your biggest supporter in your professional and personal development. So leadership is a journey, and today we are continuing our self-care series. I'm talking with Dr. Lakeisha McMillan today about balance, balancing our hormones and maintaining our mental sharpness during these times of overwhelm and stress. So far in this series, we've talked about managing burnout with Dr. Shannon, and we also talked about eating healthy with Dr. Monique May, physician in the kitchen. We know that we are being pulled to the limits during this pandemic, and the lid has been lifted on the importance of balance. And it really is showing us how it's not showing up in our lives, actually, and the impact it's having on our mental and physical health. So we are talking with Dr. Lakeisha, integrative OBGYN, hormone specialist, and Amazon best-selling author about women getting their hormones balanced to ultimately help us regain mental sharpness have energy to last the entire day, and begin to remember just how beautiful and vital we are. So a little bit about Dr. Lakeisha. Dr. Lakeisha Webb McMillan, she was born and raised in Huntsville, Alabama. She earned her undergraduate degree in biology, cum laude, from Oakwood, excuse me, college, now Oakwood University, and continued her studies at Luma Linda University School of Medicine. In addition to her academic degrees, Dr. Lakeisha is certified in the use of the Da Vinci robotic system for minimally invasive laparoscopic surgery. She is passionate about what she is here to talk to us about today. She is passionate about teaching, and she was awarded the distinct honor of being resident teacher of the year, and she is our ultimate hormone specialist. So without further ado, welcome, Dr. Lakeisha, and thank you for joining us on the Women Physicians Lead Podcast. Thank you so much, Dr. Lisa. I am so honored to be here. And hello, leading ladies. I love your community. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm so honored to be here this today. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't wait to get this conversation started because I think it's so important for us to really talk about this topic. And to be honest with you, Dr. Lakeisha, I don't know that I really actually thought much about balancing hormones until we met. And I really Mm -hmm. started to learn more about you and what you were doing and how balancing our hormones is so important for us to be effective in the workplace. Yes. So I really can't wait to really get into that discussion and and talk with you about that. Awesome. First, I want to just learn a little bit more about you. I have the audience learn a little bit more about you. And if you could just tell us a little bit about sort of your career path, your leadership path, who or what helped you to get to where you are today? 
oh, wow, Dr. Lisa, this is, <laughs> you may have to do the Sandman, pull me off the stage kind of thing, 20 second timeout. Because when I get to go and, and I just love sharing my story, I love sharing my journey and being able to share what I've learned. And so my, my journey started, uh, I was, you know, actually blessed to be in a two-parent household. I have a younger brother who actually looks like my older brother because he's six foot four and towers over me. And so everybody's like, oh my gosh, is he the older one? Now I'm like, yes, you know how that is. But growing up, my brother and I always used to joke that our dad was our biggest cheerleader and mom was our coach. So like we would run in the house and say, I want to get to the moon. We're going to go to the moon. And dad would go, yeah, you can do it. No problem. Mommy would pull out the notebook and pen and go, okay, how are we doing this? What's the SOP? What are all the things that we need? I love it. You know, we were just like, we were always encouraged. We had educators. They were both educators in our home. And so when I said at the age of 12, I want to be a doctor, that kind of thing, my parents were like, we're not doctors, but you need to find yourself around some doctors. Mm. And so they always encouraged us to dig and to explore. And I was able to be in a physician's office from the time I was 13 years old until I graduated from college. And I learned every aspect of his office down to billing and scheduling patients, going on rounds with him. And it was because of Dr. Hicks' influence, I ended up as his alma mater, Loma Linda University in um, California. And I got accepted into their early selection program. So I started going out there my junior year of college to start taking classes for medical school. And you could see I'm just kind of like checking off the things, checking off the list. And when I look back and see who was influential, of course, my parents, because I saw them in leadership roles. My mother was over a department at a university, always making sure that she had her list in order. My father was a principal of an elementary school, always making sure that he had his staff armed with what they needed. And so being able to see that excellence in my household was a privilege. It was such a privilege. And then them encouraging me saying, hey, we don't know how to give you what you need for what you want to do, but we know how to get how to help you get there. And so I learned that if you don't have it right there, you go find it, go find how to help, how to get how to get what you need. And so that is probably my story of how I got on this path. And then just having that as a foundation of always kind of looking and being open to putting on, putting tools in your, in your toolkit is what I said, is what I subscribe to now as I'm, I'm continuing on my journey. Yes, absolutely. That's interesting, Dr. Lakeisha. We share something very similar in that my mom actually, she did not go to college. I was the first in my family to go to college. But when I said I wanted to be a doctor, she said the same thing. Well, we're going to find somebody who's going to help you get there because I don't know anything about being a doctor, but... (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I think that comes from even from a generation before them. My grandparents too, they were just always like encouraging, okay, what's the next? How are we going to get to the next? My grandmother went back to school as a, to get her nursing degree when she was 40 years old. Wow. After she had gotten the kids taken care of. Father, he educated himself and, and moved forward too in the world. So it, I think it, like you said, it, it becomes that thing of, 
I may not have it, but I'm going to help you figure out how to get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So tell us a little bit about then how you moved into really wanting to help women balance their hormones. Like what was that next step that sort of got you to the place where you are now where you're helping so many women to lead productive lives? Oh my goodness. So you you heard the first part of my story, but leading ladies, can, can I be a little transparent today? I, I hope that's okay. Absolutely. So like I said, I was checking off all these boxes, right? It just seemed like, hmm, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that. I actually even got reacquainted with a colleague, a classmate from Oakwood, and we got reacquainted. And this, the funny part of that story is that I always teased him. We were in biochemistry class together. Y'all, I moved my seat to sit next to him. <laughs> I wanted to know his story because I was like, he is so cute. What is his story? And we started talking, but then he stopped talking to me and I was like, well, if I'm not going to get a date, let me get my A. Let me move back to the front of the classroom. And he often says now, and he'll tell you all too, he says, Keisha, timing, the Lord's timing. If we were back, to, if we were together back then, we wouldn't be here 19 years and two kids later. And it right. has been a wonderful journey. And he is like my, another, one of my biggest cheerleaders and supporters. And so again, checking off the boxes, checking off the boxes. And then I know, leading ladies, you all have this in your lives too, where there is there are times in your life that you just never forget. There's mm-hmm. that moment in your life that just kind of runs you over like a Mack truck. Mm-hmm. And for me, that time was April 2nd, 2009, when my father passed away unexpectedly from complications of a stroke. And I'll never forget my husband coming to the hospital that day and having to give me that terrible news. Mm. I just remember almost going into like free fall. And I remember immediately thinking, my mom, like what? This has been her partner. Like what, what, what is going to happen? What, how is she going to all those things? And so just coming out of that fog and then trying to juggle being a wife and a doctor and a mom and having to really kind of go, whoa, wait a minute. I need to heal. Mm -hmm. I need to heal. Because what else was happening, ladies? My body was so stressed from grief, Mm -hmm. from work. It was starting to do some crazy things. I was barely getting out of bed in the morning. I would get to work. I could muster it up. Y'all know how we do. We yep. all together. Put face on. <laughs> I put on a cape and I'd walk in and I'd take care of my patients and I say hello and I deliver the babies. And, I, and then I go and I sit in the car and I was exhausted and I would crawl back home and I wasn't talking to my husband. I was barely interacting with our son and we had become cordial roommates. Mm. And I was gaining weight and didn't know why. I didn't want to have sex with my husband. I was just, things were just not right. Mm -hmm. And so I decided at that point in time to take a step back from what most people would call traditional medicine. Mm -hmm. It was time for me to go in and go, physician, heal thyself. And start really understanding how I could take care of the entire person, the whole you. Yeah. And I started doing some research. I started doing some reading on my own and I was list and I remember hearing conversations my mom and my grandmother would have. And I would go, okay, so mommy said this, or she said, your body's going to start changing when you turn 40, those type of things. 
And I was blessed. Like my mom would, would have some very open conversations with me. And I tease her a lot too. I said, mom, your mouth, you just need to tell me so much. But she didn't have one little thing, which was she didn't have some of the tools to tell me what to do next. It was just this is may this may happen. And so I took a step back. Like I said, I started to delve into the world of integrative medicine. And this just opened up so much for me. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was able to see that I could give my genius to the world in a new and different way. And that's when I became Dr. Lakeisha, your integrative gynecologist, hormone, speak, hormone specialist, speaker, and bestselling author. And I help women on a daily basis get their hormones balanced. Those that are in perimenopause and menopause. I help them to get that brain back together, regain that mental sharpness, have the energy to last all day long, and remember just how beautiful and vital you are. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And who doesn't want that? I mean, who doesn't want to just be able to have energy during the day and feel vital and beautiful again? So yeah, so this work is really, really important, Dr. Lakeisha. And thank you so much for all that you do, for all that you do. So we have some more questions to ask you. So what does your day as an OBGYN, integrative OBGYN, wellness advocate and champion look like? Who do you serve and what problem do you solve? Oh my goodness. I love this question because my day looks so different than what it used to look like. And I get to do some fun and exciting things. I get to have some conversations with some dynamic leading ladies. Okay. Like you're leading late. I just, so what I do now is I left the babies alone because babies can't tell time. And I was tired of getting up at two o'clock in the morning <laughs> and rushing out and nightfall or night coming, a day's sun coming up, all that. And so now I really work with women that are in this phase of life in perimenopause and menopause. And this is where I love having these conversations because I get to help them realize they're not crazy. Mm -hmm. And they have these aha moments like, wait, 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 you mean like this can, we can work on this? Like what, wait, what are you saying? That I'm not like imagining this, that there's something can be done about this. And when I say yes, I see the shoulders relax. I mean, we've shared tears. I mean, mostly I see women through telemedicine right now. I do have a concierge component of my practice here in Maryland where I do go and make house calls for specific women, a select few. Mm -hmm. And I'm their gynecologist, kind of like their on-call gynecologist for them. You know, what I've come to find out, Dr. Lisa, is that this is the time of life where traditionally women are seen less by their doctors, especially their Chilean doctors, but they need to be seen more. And they need to be given the power to give, have their voices heard and feel like they're a partner with their doctors and say, okay, this is what I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm having trouble concentrating during the day or I'm starting to gain weight and they don't want to hear eat less, walk, walk some more. (laughs) Right. 
I mean, they're like, I know this. I'm 40 something years old. Don't you think I've tried some of these things? When we're able to sit down and I do some testing, I do some specific hormone testing for them. And I actually show them the data and they have that piece of information. They're just like, oh my goodness. And what the exciting thing is too, Dr. Lisa, is that they're able to share it with the people in their household. Mm, And they're able to now say, look, mommy, auntie, sister, friend, whoever, I'm not crazy. Right. And I hate using that term, but that's what we say. That's the way we're kind of cultured growing up is, oh my gosh, she's losing it. Or, or, or she's going through. Mm-hmm. You know, that in whispered <laughs> right. tones. And so all we knew was that you were in menopause, but this new term of perimenopause or this time of life that can be 10 years prior to menopause is now becoming more of a conversation that needs to be had. And women are starting to feel that, that, inc- that encouragement and that power. And now they're getting tools of how do I now work with this new body. Cause that's what it is. And that's, that's like one of my soapboxes that I stand on. I'm like, look here, you're not going to get through something and go back to something else. Right. <laughs> that's like adolescence. You never went through adolescence and went back to a right. top body. Right. Right. <laughs> no, it's a new body. It's a new phase of life that you have to learn how to now navigate. Yes. Yes. That is so true. And I like what you said about how we as women, this is really the time where we really should be connecting, right, with our doctors and and learning and finding out sort of what's going on, making sure we're keeping up on our health. And unfortunately, the more we become just engulfed with work and home and all those things and put those things first, that's the first thing that goes to the wayside is our health. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So thank you for, you know, bringing up that point, definitely. So define for us, you talked a lot about hormones and our hormones being in balance. Define for us really what hormonal balance looks like, mm-hmm. one, and then why it's important for us to really to stay in tune with our bodies as women in healthcare, especially for those of us who are really, really in the trenches during this pandemic and maybe just feeling certainly pulled in, in so many different directions. So what does hormonal balance look like and why is it important for us to stay in tune with our bodies and to realize what that is? Oh, the great, great conversation right here that we're about to have. So hormonal balance for everybody looks just a little different. So I'm not just looking at just numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some people will go, well, what's the number I need to be? What, well, where does I, where, where on this, this graph or where in the blood work, can you show me exactly? I say this use this, I'm using this as a guide to help with the conversation. Now, what symptoms are you having? Because what I want you to understand is that there are physiological processes that go on and they show up as a certain, that show up as a certain symptom or a certain way. So for instance, most women start losing testosterone in their late thirties, early forties. Testosterone has been shown to help with cognitive readiness. Yes. So what happens, most women start doing that why did I come in this room? (laughs) Oh, that one right there. (laughs) I know, I know, I know I put my keys somewhere. Okay. Am I starting to have early Alzheimer's? (laughs) Like that's the first thing that they come to me. They're like, oh my gosh, like, 
am I, do I need to go to a neurologist? Like what? And I want you to know there are times where, yes, I want you to get a full workup. I don't want you to just think, oh, it's just my hormones, but we know that there's layers to this. Yeah. So the imbalance can look different for everybody. So one can be the brain fog is what we call it. Mm -hmm. You're just not as sharp as you used to be. Another way that it can look is that you're just gaining weight for seemingly no reason. And that's another thing that happens to a lot of my ladies. They come in and they go, okay, I, I don't know what's going on. What, what, what I'm, I'm eating the way that I used to be able to eat to drop a couple pounds. I'm exercising the way I used to and nothing's happening. Right. right. Or some of them start coming in with like skin issues. Like they'll start, their skin is dry. They're itchy. It just feels different. Like if you really delve into their, their delve into a conversation with them, I start, start asking them when your partner touches you, does it feel the same? Does it feel, Mm. they're like, yeah, I don't like it anymore. Like that just doesn't feel good. So hormone imbalances can show up different for everybody. So the important thing is, is to learn and know when you feel something's not right. Right. Mm -hmm. So for instance, I knew that I just, I didn't want to have sex with my husband anymore. Let's just be frank about it. And he's kind of cute. Y'all liked him. Right. (laughs) So I was like, what, why, why is this? Okay. Is it the grief? Okay. Yes. So let's go to counseling. Let me, let me go to therapy. Okay. I've done that part. Okay. What else is there? Oh, I can't put my sentences together like I used to. Right. Oh, what's going on here? So I got my own labs checked. Y'all had no measurable testosterone in my body. Like it was was less than the reference range. And so now I'm like, oh, okay. If I work on getting the testosterone built back up, if I work on other, the other areas like helping with the, the counseling and exercising and then learning that exercise can look different at this phase because your yeah. body can interpret it differently, that's, those are the tools. That's the important stuff. So the other thing that's important, Dr. Lisa, what you were saying, the second part of your question was, why is it important? Because you're going to show up differently when you're out of balance. Yes. So you're going to show up to work differently. So now what happens is HR starts contacting you because you're late, because you can't, you can't get up in the morning. You can't get going. You're doing the two-step shuffle is what I call it. You're doing the back and forth, the, okay, I can't seem to get things right. Or you, you're in charge of that project and the reports aren't going out like you used to have. You used to have them there two days ahead of time. Everybody's reviewed and we're all good. And now you can barely get it together. You can barely stand up and give your report any, anymore in the C-suite. Right. And so that's how hormone imbalance can show up. How does it show up for those of us that are on the front lines, like like our ladies here that are in the mm-hmm. trenches in medicine? Well, now you have this stress. Your adrenals are now on high alert and they're hijacking everything else. So this is where you can you need to know that stress can actually siphon off from all these other areas and mm-hmm. that can get you out of balance. So you've got to do things that actually refill and replenish you and take care of your adrenals as well. Wow, that's great. I hope you guys are listening, leading ladies, and getting this information (laughs) from Dr. Lakeisha that she has given us today because, I mean, it's so important for us to 
start, you know, paying attention to our bodies mm-hmm. and yes. reaching out if we're noticing any of these things that you absolutely, that you, you know, you've mentioned. So, so Dr. Lakeisha, define the balance for us then, mm-hmm. um, and how we as women can maintain mental, hormonal, professional balance, especially during these times. Oh, Dr. Lisa, I have had to have this conversation with myself even because it's going to look different at different times and for everybody it's going to look different. So we're in this really new, new time. We've had COVID for over a year now. Yes. You know, those, there are those of us that have younger children that have had to come home to do their school. Even those that have been in college, their ch- their kids had to come home for a while. And then yes. you know, we had to make sure everybody was safe to go back. And there are those of us that are entrepreneurs as well as still are in some of the traditional medical fields. Mm-hmm. And so how do you get balance? It's what works for you. Yes. And what and and so and and the little caveat piece to this is what works for you and how you make sure your body is taken care of. So what do I mean by that? So there are times where I know I'm going to be out of balance when I'm usually planning an event for my ladies. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to be a little out of balance. What I do is I make sure when that's over, what do I do to replenish myself when that's over? Yes. What do I do to make sure that I've poured back into my cup because I've just given from my vessel? Mm -hmm. So the other thing I, I do is I've learned to ask for help. And this is huge, y'all. Like this is like I'm I'm giving y'all another transparent moment. Like this is really, really big. I, I learned with my therapist's help that asking for help for me was equivalent in my brain to saying I had failed. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when I had that aha moment, it was huge. I was just like, wow, yes. If I ask for help, then I couldn't do it all do by it. myself which meant somebody's disappointed in me, which means nobody's going to ask me to do it again or ask for me to, to be on the stage, to do this, to be part of. No, 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 no. Asking for help actually made me more desirable to, to be in people's spaces when they were like, oh, she, she sees her limitations. Mm-hmm. Now going to ask for, and it was something simple, ladies. So let me tell you this. It was as simple as asking the kids to help me with the trash. <laughs> and I know y'all are like, okay, no, like for real, Dr. Lakeisha, really? No. So, so as, as your kids grow, you have to realize that they're now at a new level and you can kind of step back and you don't have to do everything right. Right. So they, they they did the little, the little step up and I'm like, y'all mommy needs help on Tuesdays to get the trash out the door because it, it I was running after the trash truck. Like <laughs> I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. And something as simple as that, but they didn't even think about it because they, all they knew was the trash was out. Right. <laughs> and, and, and when I asked for it, they were like, oh yeah, sure. Like it was a no brainer. It was like, yeah. Yes. 
And so something that simple, but now let's translate it to something bigger. So now when I'm doing my events, my, my VA, my, my assistant, she actually is now really in tune and she's like, okay, Dr. Lakeisha, what are you doing when this is over? Like, have you scheduled your float session? Have you scheduled your infrared sauna session? Have you scheduled your Pilates class? Okay, we're going to shut down. We're not going to have a meeting. I need to go into your schedule and shut down these days so that you can have time to recover and recoup. That's and a so, great VA. Wow. Oh, she is amazing. Let me, t- whoo, she's amazing. Yes. <laughs> and so having those things in place. And now, ladies, it may not be your VA, but it could be whoever's in your household. So Absolutely. you need to open your mouth. You need to say, okay, this is what I need. And I need help. And it's not perfect. I am not perfect by any means. I still have days where I'm just like, sometimes I'm spinning. I'm like, oh, I got so much to do. And oh. and then I have to stop and go, okay, who on your team? And when I say team, I'm talking about the house and every. Who do you need to tap on the show and say, I, I, excuse me, I need some help, please. I right. So that's how you can get balance is that you can really, really hone in and say, okay, there are things I have to do. I know I'll be out of balance uh, for a little while and that's it. Make it a finite period of time. Yes. And then say, okay, after this, this is how I'm going to replenish. This is how I'm going to fill my cup back. Because the old saying, y'all, we're on the airplane. And when those air masks drop down, if the pressure cabin changes, what are you supposed to do? Put your mask on first before you help somebody else. Yes, absolutely. Those are some great nuggets, Dr. Lakeisha. And I think one of the things, too, that you mentioned that's important is not only do we change our mindset about what it means to ask for help, but also to realize that when we do ask for help, we're actually making the day brighter of someone else. I love that. People want to be able to help. Yes. They want you to reach out to them. They want you to recognize their own strengths and ask, ask for, for you to ask for their help. So I think that that's important too for us to look at, to not only just look at it as a selfish thing, because it's not, we're also helping someone else as well. When we ask for I like that. Oh, I love that. I'm taking that nugget for myself. (laughs) I'm taking that nugget for myself. Yes. 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 So when we look at organizations, the workplace, and some of the things around what they can do to support women as we're, you know, progressing in our careers, as we're aging gracefully, Mm -hmm. and all of those things, what are some things that organizations can do to support women to help them to retain their careers, to be able to retain them in the workplace, to help them to continue to be productive, and on all of those things? Oh yes, this this is this is another great point here because what tends to happen as you well know is that women get to a certain point and if their if their productivity starts slipping they're out the door, right? It's like, "Oh, you got we can't no, you're you're pulling the you're pulling the company down." But what you just did was you just took some institutional wisdom and you kicked it out the door. Mm-hmm. And now you've got to rebuild that. 
And so if we can start educating people on how women's bodies change in this phase of life, just like we do when they are about to become women and we Mm -hmm. talk all the time and we educate our teachers about our girls starting their cycles and you've got to be sensitive to that and they're going to show up differently in class and all that. It's the same conversation just on this side of things. So helping organizations to understand that that women's bodies change again mm-hmm. and it does impact how they show up to work. So for instance, I've had conversations with HR um, managers and said to them, so sister so-and-so, Mrs. So-and-so, sorry, Mrs. So-and-so or Dr. So-and-so, they're now slipping in some of their obligations. They're not, or they're showing up late all of a sudden. That's not them. Like that is not their pattern. Something's happened. So you call them in and they're like, yeah, we have protocol. We'll call them in and ask them. We need to be able to now say, okay, is it because you're not getting good sleep at night because your hormone, and, and you don't have to have that conversation with the person, but this is the thought that needs to happen is that, so now she's not getting good sleep. Right. Get up. Now she's late. Or somebody that is having hot flashes throughout the day, do something discreet for them. Maybe they can now set up fans at their desk or have some type of make that allow them to have more breaks where they can get up and walk outside and not be questioned as to where they're going. Be able to say, okay, do you need a little extra help? Do you need a little extra time? Maybe we can extend a deadline or two or give you more people on your team to help you get through the, the assign, uh, the projects making sure you make your deadlines. These are very, they seem very small, but these are things that can really support a woman as she's now going to a new phase of life and trying to figure it all out. And as she's trying to find physicians that can help her with this, as I am one that's helping to educate even physicians and help them understand how to look for hormone changes and what options you can give your patients. And so that we can now have these conversations on both sides in the office and with the physician so that we can help women because they have so much to give in this phase of life. And I tell a woman, I say, what if you had the wisdom of your, of, of now had the wisdom that you have now, but had the energy you had in your thirties? What, what how would you show up? <laughs> how would you show up? Absolutely. It's like, oh my gosh, the projects would get done and this and that. And, and I wouldn't be grouchy and I wouldn't be grumpy. And I, I'd actually be able to contribute even more. They're like, but I just don't have any more in my reservoir. I have nothing left to give. And so then they become, then they get penalized for just their bodies changing on them. Yes. So having this information, having this knowledge, I know that that corporations do like wellness retreats or they have where there are people that will come in and give lectures. Have somebody like me come in and talk about the differences so that you can now understand what's happening and and be able to in the confines or in what the company can offer, be able to support one another and support your ladies as they are moving through this phase. And you will be pleasantly surprised as to how productivity goes up, how absentee rates go down, and how you then can be innovative in a space and and, and that was never known to you before. Yes. 
That is great, Dr. Lakeisha. And I hope that those listening, I'm definitely going to share this with my circle as well for organizations to really start to think about this in terms of retaining women in the workplace. So this has been a, as always, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful interview, exchange of information. You dropped some gems and nuggets with our audience. And I'm so grateful for you being here. Thank you so much again for sharing your wisdom with us. So before we get out of here, I want you to share with us anything that you would like to offer our leading ladies before we end this great podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Lisa, for having me, for allowing me to come into your community of your leading ladies. I have had an awesome time speaking with you and and sharing this conversation with you. I really, my big, one of my big points that I give ladies is I always say, make sure you're pouring back into yourself. Because a lot of us have this S on our chest and we think that we're supposed to run around with our cape on and that it, it, we do it to the detriment of ourselves. And what I've learned is that when you take care of yourself, then you take care of your community because then they don't get a ragged you, a worn out you. And it can be something as simple as just saying, okay, guys, I need an hour in my room by myself to watch what I want to watch. If that's something that you do on a regular basis, that's fine. If you do a big save up and you do a weekend where you go away with your girlfriends, that's fine. If you do something just monthly, like I, I talked about where you have membership to a certain spa or something where you go and you do some type of wellness goodie for yourself, do that, but make sure that it is on your calendar and it is non-negotiable. Absolutely. When you do that, your body loves it. Your mind, your soul, your spirit, your butt, everything comes together and you're able to be a whole person and show up as a whole person. Yes. I love it. I love it. And the non-negotiable, that is right up my alley because I have my calendar blocked. So everyone sees it. I see it. My VA sees it. Yes. Access my calendar, see it. We, we're not changing it. So exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So is there anything that you'd like to share with um, our audience, Dr. Lakeisha? Yes, I have a nice little freebie for, for your ladies. So I know a lot of you are like, okay, am I going through, you know, am I in perimenopause? Am I not? Am I in menopause? I don't know what's going on. So I have a free quiz that you can go and take that will give you some guidance. It kind of gives you the, you are here sign. You know how, when we used to go into malls, y'all, <laughs> we have to like go to the directory and was like, where am I? Oh, I'm right here. So if you go to hormonequiz.co, it's .co, you can grab your free hormone quiz. And there's some um, goodies as well You can that it'll take you to and show you that you can do some signups with me and get into a free session with me that I'll have available throughout the month. So grab your free hormone quiz at hormonequiz.co. And I look, so, I look forward to seeing some of you guys in my sessions. That sounds wonderful. So ladies, make sure that you get that hormonequiz.co and just be able to get all of the wisdom again that Dr. Lakeisha has shared with us. So Dr. Lakeisha, where can we find you? If we want to follow you on social media, where can we find you? 
I am on all the platforms at Dr. Lakeisha MD. That's D R L A K E I S C H A M D. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Dr. Lakeisha MD. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you again, Dr. Lakeisha. And we are so excited to have you with us today. And we invite you to come back anytime, anytime. You're welcome to come back. (laughs) Okay, take care. Thank you for listening today and for allowing me to be a part of your career journey. To continue receiving leadership support, I invite you to join our private Facebook group, Building Women Physician Leaders at www.leadingladiesincharge.com. Until next time, take care.